sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. From Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. Sabres fan. They won their first game in 18 games. Hope Springs Eternal. I remember listening to Harry one time. He was doing the Amos Otis backwards game. Remember how he used to he used to figure out how to spell him and say him backwards? Whatever. So it's a, it's like a 3-3 ball game, bottom of the ninth, and Amos Otis is up, and he's, try, he's trying to tell us that. And you can hear crack in the background, right? So obviously something is happening in a three-three ball game. He's talking about Amos Otis's name backwards. We have no idea what's going on. He had no idea what was going on. The funny thing is, you ever go on, Chris? Uh, you must, because you're always looking up stuff and trying to get audio tracks or whatever. You go on YouTube a lot, right? Well, Brian, I only just learned about this YouTube thing. <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you, Chris. It's really good. <laughs> but but you, you go on YouTube and, like, I don't know, maybe it's, it, it tracks some of the things you've watched in the past. I don't know how. We have, but Norm McDonald things pop up all the time. Do you see that, Steve? Yes. Uh, Norm McDonald's all over the YouTube. It's a, and I click on it laughing. But the one thing that popped up last week, I'm like, oh, oh I never saw this before. It was Wolf Farrell's audition for Saturday Night Live. I have never seen that. And he led with the Harry Carey thing. Okay. So that that was no joke that that ended up being on Saturday Night Live. It's actually what got him the gig on Saturday Night Live. And the rest, as they say. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, that stuff pops up for me on YouTube because, again, it knows that I've looked at that type of stuff before. Right. So yeah, so they're oh the, the big, world the big world, brothers watching the world we're living in. Depending on the day, this stupid iPhone thing. Yeah, I get in the car and today says yeah, it's 14 minutes to the station or whatever. 
But on Friday, fam, 23 minutes to Sunset City, like it knows the day where I'm going before I know where I'm going. It's almost like telling me where to go. I now, no, like to do that. You don't need this YouTube thing. And you don't need to watch Saturday Night Live when you've got a wonderful producer who does his best, Harry Carey. Well, I know later if we're doing a baseball theme thing, the you know we'll get the I'm sure Frank Sinatra's version of New York, New York. But it goes it goes back to the McLaughlin Group with Frank Frank Sinatra on Saturday. You don't need to work blue, kid. <laughs> Oh, uh, so easy. I just Chris distracts me. I distract him. Sometimes I'll see something. I'll say, "Hey, Chris, check this out." Then you know, forty-five minutes later, Chris gets back to work. But that, it's opening day. That McLaughlin parody was hilarious. Oh, <laughs> that was that was Carvey, right? That did McLaughlin. No, it was uh, Phil Hartman. Was it Hart? Really? Or Phil? Or I'm not. Phil, Phil, Phil Hartman was Sinatra. Hartman. Yeah, Phil Hartman was Sinatra. And Phil Hartman did did McLaughlin. I thought it was Dana Carvey. No, did. no, it was it was a parody of the McLaughlin. Yes, no, 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 yes, Dana Carvey actually did McLaughlin. That's what I thought. But there was a parody of the McLaughlin Group, but it was Frank Sinatra. It was Phil Hartman. There you go. Okay. By the way, if you want to chuckle, look that up on YouTube. Look, any, any of them. I I thought Carvey did such a great McLaughlin. <laughs> just the way he, did, he worked the panel yeah. it was just fantastic. Uh, we need a couple of chuckles here. Calm before the storm. We got the final four coming up this weekend. NBA, NHL rolls along. But it is opening day. The Yankees are up 2 1 on the Blue Jays, bottom of the third. And the Tigers, now, is this true? Somebody told me it's snowing in Detroit. Cabrera at home run, 3 0. And slid into second for some reason. Uh, middle of the third, Tigers up 3 0. So. You know, I'll be your Sam Malone today, Chris. You can live vicariously through me. I'll just give you the Yankee score because you're in New York and you're not watching it. The fact that I'm in New York and I'm blacked out from my own team. Ugh. Infuriating, isn't it? I'm going to have to wash this all down with a tall, cold Budweiser. Hey, everybody. What's this blackout thing? The only blackouts I know is after having a few Budweiser's, after yeah. a Cubs win. Cubs yeah. win. Last time I blacked out, it was the top of the eighth. <laughs> <laughs> Look what we started. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapsha. Follow me on Twitter, Brian Blessing. Follow him at Stevie Slapsha. Chris Bavona, our dear friend, is our producer back in New York. Adam Burke, ATS.io, is going to join us. He's a big baseball guy, knows his baseball. He'll come on next and get us rocking and rolling. Hour number two, Chuck Esposito from Sunset Station is going to join us. And we are thrilled to be with you in a brand new season. It's amazing, Steve. College Hoops ends. Something's got to begin. Happens to be baseball. Valero Open started today. Oh, tick, 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 tick. One hour from today. I might be miserable in here. Or no, I won't be miserable. I'll be happy. But you'll be carrying the mail, kiddo, because I'll be watching the Masters on the computer while we're doing the show. We're coming right back to Vegas. Don't go anywhere. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. We are your trusted source for gaming odds and more. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Baseball season's underway. You better get ready for a brand new day. Oh, many days. Hey, Stevie Slapshot. The Cubs are gone. Oh, win two and a half minutes to come back. And now you're, you're bugging Adam Burke. I just had to down the line about the match play, the, the, the putting, and the. That was a week ago. Why don't you ask him, do you think we really landed on the moon in July of uh, 1969? My apologies, Adam. I'm I'm very fine. Well, what was I, his answer? I don't remember now. You you you, <laughs> you frustrated me. No, he 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 asked me if he, you know. And Stevie's concept was in match play. Go to the your playing part and say we're putting them all out. No, there's no game. You know, no game is you got to put them all out. That was what you're getting. At. Well, well, no, well, that's what I would do because because I've I've always felt like you know. Well, I, I'm not a golfer. I'm not, I, I don't. I don't play because I, I. I can't play golf, and I've okay. got some minor back issues. But I'm just saying, uh, if we were playing if friendly, I would say I, I would actually put all my putts out. I, I, that's good practice. Okay, but when you're playing for money or in a match, I just had this happen to me Sunday. I can be an axe murderer at times putting, and but it was the 18th hole. And it's a par five, third shot. I thought I hit a great wedge, hit it into the water. Then I hit the best shot of the day. I hit a sand wedge, spun it back, like bounced and rolled past the pin. I'm two and a half feet. I got news for you. An hour and a half earlier, they're giving me that putt. But it's the 18th hole and the match is on the line. They're like, you're putting it. Okay, so and that's... I made it, thankfully. But they, I knew they were going to make me putt it because of the situation. Part of the match play thing is to make the other guy think. Kind of my point. I, I, if I was in that situation, I'm, before the match ever started, I would go to the guy and I'd say, hey, we're going to putt every, just putt everything out. I don't want you to give me anything. I'm not giving you anything because I don't know what, what kind of pressure that guy's feeling at that time. The, the, the thing could be very, very close to the thing. And, All right. and for it, whatever reason, it's got a bend in it. Okay, we had this debate. It was a week removed. It's maybe a little late. But nonetheless, I think it's a good topic. And Adam Burke, watch the match play. Adam Burke, ATS.io. We got to talk a lot of baseball with Adam. He's joining us here for the hour. But no, on the match play thing, uh, Adam, to Stevie's point, I, I see where he's coming from. But a two footer on the 17th hole is different than a two footer on the third hole. Yeah, I mean, I guess my philosophy in the whole thing here is I don't want to piss off Dustin Johnson. So I, I would it just kind of let it go. But it worked. He won the match because of it. 
I disagree with him the way he did it, but it worked. He Dustin Johnson was so twisted nuts, Kevin not beat him. And that's kind of my point too, Adam, is that I, I want to piss off the other guy. So I do it before the match even starts. I just go up to him and say, hey, we're just we're putting well, everything okay. out. Oh, that's fine. That's you. And no, I'm just saying, you can be friendly and cool about it, but even best friends, when you get later in the round, you're going to make the guy put it, and he knows it. But Kevin Na doesn't want to be anybody's friend. Kevin, he, he, he grates on you, and he can be annoying, and he did that. He could have just walked up to him walking off the green go, hey, look, down the road, just tell me. Say, wait for me to say. But no, he turned it into this big theatrical thing, and Dustin Johnson wanted to wrap the club around his neck. And then Dustin Johnson played like hot crap after that. So it worked. I mean, you could sit there. I, don't, I didn't like the way he did it. The end result was he won. He's not there. Apparently, he's, he didn't want to be anybody's friend. He don't care about that. Uh, and it I, worked I, in I, the vacuum. No, one's worse, no one is worse, no matter about it, than me. I had, those, I had a three-team group matchup parlay, which was paying like 17 to 1. I got the long shot Perez to come out of the group. I had Sergio to come out of the group, hooked into Dustin Johnson, of all people, had this nice parlay, and he loses to Kevin Knott. So believe me, I wasn't happy about it either, but I know why he did it. Yeah, I mean, in a vacuum it worked, but you, you sort of wonder down the line, you know, how that kind of plays out for him because guys remember stuff like that, whether it's DJ or somebody else, you know. Well, of course it, they do. It, look it at burn Patrick some bridges Reed. down the line. Well, look at Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed could care less. I mean, whether these guys think he's, you know, massaging the rules or flat out even some guys think he cheats. It doesn't bother him in the least. He doesn't even talk to his own family, right? He, he just wants to go out and rip your head off. Yeah, it's all yeah. about personalities. I'm, I'm competitive. I really am. But, but I still would prefer people like me. And there, and there are codes I that I you. don't cross, you know? I'm not disagree disagreeing with your premise of being a good guy. I'm kind of in the same way. I mean, I stand there, and I, and I mean it sincerely. We're playing our match, and we're playing for money. The guy hits a great shot in there. He's 12 feet away. I walk, I make my, I put my putt up. I go tap it in for par. He's putting for a birdie to beat me, and I go, I go knock it in. And I mean it. I'm rooting for him. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm not paying for gazillions of dollars. Anyway, weird topic, but fun nonetheless. It's opening day, Adam. Are you a nut bar about opening day? I used to be. I went to about 16 Indians home openers in a row, um, but today it's snowing here, so I'm, I'm glad that they're not at home. Uh, but, of course, it's snowing in Detroit where they are, too. So. You could go to Detroit. You've still got time. You could get there for the seventh inning. Uh, I'll, I'll pass on the, on the going to Detroit thing. <laughs> in Detroit, it's snowy. They don't even think of postponing. It's opening day. They're going, let's get this over with. <laughs> sure is what it seems like. At least that's how the Indians are playing today. So, oh man, oh yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, opening day. You're, well, you're doing the radio. You. I hope you can multitask. You're at least watching the game. I hope. Uh, I'm a pretty good multitasker, so I'm I'm doing all right here. Well, how do you approach the first week or two? I mean, you've got the. Tell, tell them about your MLB betting guide first of all. Right yeah, the game. I did. Did the MLB betting guide over at ATS.io, a lot of uh, season preview stuff, future stuff, all that kind of thing, season win total picks. But I also do a daily article uh, with a lot of picks and game breakdowns and all that. So that's up every day over at ATS.io, and uh, today's took quite a bit of time to write, but I think a lot of good information on a daily basis over there. So maybe on that premise, 
that if it took more time than normally you'd put into it to write, if it's the information you're trying to hunt out for the article, how do you approach it from a betting perspective? How long until you feel comfortable with what you're looking at? I mean, yeah, do you it approach takes a little it with while. Buyer beware mentality out of the gate. Yeah, it takes a little while because, you know, you have to go off of what you saw the previous season, and, and that's not always indicative of what the current season is going to be, and especially when you consider that, you know, obviously last year they only played 60 games and only played nine different opponents in the regular season and, and all of that. So, yeah, it's going to take a little bit of time to get comfortable. It, it takes a little bit of time to, you know, for me as a content creator to sort of express what I use to handicap baseball, what the stats mean to me, you know, all that kind of thing. I kind of have to lay a lot of groundwork early on in the season for the readers. And, you know, look, I mean, every every season's kind of a little bit different. And also, too, early on in the year, you know, underdogs tend to do well because even the best teams aren't in rhythm yet. Everyone's kind of finding their way still early on in the season. And, you know, it's just one of those things where you, you kind of wait for everything to settle in for a few weeks. Do you do you give it for me? I I generally give any season like the first month. Now football is a little different because they play once a week, but basketball, hockey, baseball, I give them a month to, so I can can kind of get a grasp on who's good, who's not good, how they're playing, da da da, and then I jump in. If you would, Adam, we get about thirty seconds, but. Yeah, I mean, I hit the ground running because I do so much prep work in the lead up to the season that, you know, I, I kind of know who I want to back, which teams I like, which teams I don't, the starting pitchers I'm trying to get value on, all of that. So I, I try to hit the ground running and, you know, sort of follow through all the research I did over the, the preseason. Believe me, there are a lot more ways we can get after this. It's opening day. We'll go through some of the games today. Uh, maybe some of the individuals that Adam Burke will help us plot a course to attack from a way different perspective. Glad to be with you here on a Thursday. We'll be out at Sunset Station tomorrow. In studio today, Brian Blake and Stevie Slapshot, our guest Adam Burke on the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Oh, that's right. Well, I think I'm they'll get equal billing, today. right? Chris, huh? Chris Bavone has got Neil Diamond queued up. I'm not sure. You're not sure that he's got Neil Diamond queued um, up? You want to make a friendly bet? He's not right a, now. He's right not, now. You want to make a friendly bet? He's not a Red Sox Three, guy. two, one. I'm not making a friend. Now, <laughs> he'll do it to Oh, Chris, it's, come on. It's April Fool's Day. It is April Fool's Day. Are you, are you prone to such... No, Frivality? no, they they were asking me about that during the break. I'm, I'm not good at that kind of stuff. 
My humor comes off the cuff. I've been, I guess I've been, you know, and maybe I've done it. I, I don't do it. The best one I can remember, and I'll leave the guy's name out of it. <laughs> Reaching out. Behind me every step of the way. <laughs> uh, April, greatest April Fool's joke. Guy's name was Paul Whelan. He uh, used to be the Sabres PR director. He's the guy, it's an old time thing. They drafted a fictitious Japanese player. It was like the 17th round of the NHL draft. It was like a throwaway. Okay. It was way too many rounds. So they drafted a fictitious Japanese guy and the PR guy then would hang a banner at every game with a funny saying on the wall. He, he was like a character. So on one April Fool's, he sends out a press release to the media mm -hmm. that the Sabres, in concert with the NHL, had developed this new, <laughs> new uh, groundbreaking uh, approach to the game that they were going to be skating on plastic and would no longer have to be doing frozen, you know, freezing water with Zambonis. And the, the one guy on the one TV station in town, the guy ran with it like it was a real deal. And they're like, oh, my God. Come on, just skating on plastic. I don't remember the name of the pitcher. Adam Burke, our guest, will, will remember the name of the pitcher. I know it. Uh, Peter Gammons wrote an article for Sports Illustrated. I forget the year now, yeah. but of this Mets phenom. And Adam, what was the name of the pitcher? Oh, man. I don't know. I, I, don't, he, I don't he remember just the threw story. A Wilhelm. Oh, I'm sorry. He threw a Hoyt Wilhelm at He I, does that to me seven times I a day, thought, Adam. Welcome aboard. I can't remember. I thought for sure you would remember. Do you remember the article by Peter Gammons? And he, he just wrote up this guy, how he was going to be, I don't know, the next, next what, whatever, this pitching phenom. And, and it was on April 1st, so it, was, it turned out to be an April Fool's joke. But everybody hooked into it. Well, Adam, thank you for taking one for the team there. Because at least six times a week, you know, Stevie will look at me and go, "Hey, you know, that guy." And, and, and I guess the question, and I'm like, I give him the, you know, eyes wide open look. You know, he might as well be asking me, "What's pie time seventy six? I don't know that one either. No. I <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, how about opening day? Were, were there? Some things on opening day that were things you had pointed out in the MLB betting guide or things we should watch for today that we could uh, focus on a little bit? Yeah, there are a few things. You know, usually when you get a pitcher who gets a lot of buzz prior to the start of the season, uh, people wind up betting on them quite a bit. Aaron Nola, one of those guys here today against the Braves. This is a 305 Eastern first pitch. Uh, Nola was taking a lot of money. This this game was kind of in the pick'em range as far as the money line goes, and that money line pick'em minus 105 each way type of thing. Now Philadelphia is minus 125 pretty much across the board, and that's a situation where you know there's been a lot of talk about Aaron Nola and not as much talk about the Atlanta Braves. So money comes in on the Phillies and Nola in that one, and you will see a lot of that early on in the year. The, the teams that kind of get propped up a little bit, individual pitchers that get propped up a little bit, uh, you will see money come in on those over the next three, four weeks or so as everything kind of settles in. 
the the early season baseball market is really driven by a lot of narrative, you know, a lot of uh, headlines, you know, things that are in front of you all the time. And so if you kind of wait those out, you disagree with them, you can get some good line value coming back the other way. But if you agree with them, you better jump on them right away because those lines will indeed move. Weather notwithstanding, what about from a total perspective? And I, and I know every game, every pitcher's unique. But anything in a, in a general approach, guys coming out of spring training, a total perspective. Yeah, certainly, you know, the weather plays a big role, and, and obviously the ball just doesn't carry as well in cold weather, and of course we've seen some very cold weather here so far. Um, you know, another thing with regards to totals is, you know, everybody kind of wonders how the baseball is going to play. You know, year in and year out, the baseball's been a little bit different. This year in spring training, uh, we saw pitchers throwing the old baseballs as well as the new baseballs, which most of the newer baseballs were towards the second half of spring training couple big articles about that within the last three days about you know how the baseball played in spring training, how we can expect the baseball to play here early on in the season and you know how the baseball plays in April may not be how it plays once it warms up. So a lot of people kind of take the more cautious approach. you see a lot of seven and a half totals uh, with the cold weather games and you know if you're getting the aces like you're getting today pretty much every team's best starter, you do tend to see people driving down those eights to seven and a half, seven and a half to seven, stuff like that. What I'll really be interested to see is once we get to Sunday and Monday and some of the back of the rotation guys start pitching, you know, what those totals numbers look like and what the betting markets do with those. That being said, would, wouldn't there or shouldn't there be a belief that even though these guys are the aces, unless a guy's got a, you know, a no-hitter or something going, he could be pitching great, but wouldn't you say across the board, the majority of these guys are going to get out of there after five, five and a half, even if they're pitching well, five, five and a half, six innings, it's opening day. You know, you're not going to run them into the ground right out of the gate. Don't they kind of ease their way into getting longer starts? Yeah, for the most part, and especially when you look at it from from this season's standpoint, you know, the, the guys that led the majors in innings pitched last year threw maybe 75 innings. So... You're definitely going to see teams be very, very careful with that. I know the Houston Astros, for example, their pitching coach said over, uh, you know, over the last couple of days, look, five innings is a complete game for our starters the first time through the rotation. So they're not going to push really any of their guys. They do have some starting pitching depth concerns as well, which kind of factors in. But yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys are going to get to 80 or 85 pitches and be done, You know, whether that's in the sixth inning or in the fourth inning. You know, these teams are definitely going to protect and prioritize their highly paid arms. And, and that's especially true of, you know, some of the younger aces that are around the league that, you know, they really want to make sure that they're good for the long haul. It would seem to make sense, but maybe not necessarily so. But would you be more prone to play first five innings in the first month of the season much more than you would as the year progresses? Yeah, I think that's an argument that you can make. I mean, you know, one of the things that's really important to keep in mind about early season is that, you know, the bullpens are, are guys that wind up getting pretty rusty. You know, they'll go multiple days between getting getting appearances and getting a chance to go out there and throw. So the managers want to try to keep everybody engaged, everybody you know in the flow of the game. So, yeah, you may get some of those you know, last guys in the bullpen that kind of wind up being the first guy out after a starter leaves the game. Something like that. So I think a lot of people do gravitate towards the first five, largely in general, but especially here at this point in time where 
you know starters are mostly going five and fly, and then that's going to be it for them. Hey, your thoughts, Adam, on the uh, St. Louis Cardinals pitching staff this year. The reason I ask, Arenado comes over and takes over at third base for them. Carpenter then gets to play second base, first base. I think their defense has really improved. If that pitching staff is good, I think they win a lot of low-scoring games. Yeah, it's a team that's defensively strong pretty much year in and year out. I mean, that's something that they've really prioritized, both with the drafting and the developing of players. And so it helps their pitching staff. You know, I think on the whole, their pitching staff is average to maybe slightly above, but the defense can be enough of a separator to kind of improve that pitching staff a little bit. The one thing I will say, I don't really love their offense. You know, I know they get Arenado, and, and we'll see how he translates from Coors Field, but this is a pretty pedestrian offense at best. They were 7% below league average last year. That was, of course, only playing teams within the division, then the corresponding division in the American League. So this is just not a great offensive team. They're going to have to find ways to win low-scoring games. I don't know if they do it. I'm not super high on the Cardinals for this season, but you are right that their defense can be a great equalizer or maybe even a separator for them. Cardinal game's under. Yeah, I would say so. I, I would say, you know, for the most part, I, I would look more towards the under than the over with them. Adam Burke, ATS.io, is joining us here on uh, Sportsbook Radio. Opening day, Major League Baseball. We still got to get to the Final Four. I think there's a little more on baseball we could touch on. Uh, a lot, in fact. We'll find out if Adam got involved with regular season wins, either over or under. There's lots on the discussion. Uh, but as a Red Sox fan, Stevie, are you optimistic? About the Red Sox? Yeah. That's a good question. Um, I, I, I kind of always am. I, I, they're going to be in the hunt. They'll be there. They'll, they'll contend for a playoff spot, and we'll see what happens. When the Yankees and Red Sox play the first game, can we just have a prop? I mean, honestly, they should do this. Just over under four hours, 32 minutes. <laughs> I'll go over. This game's unbelievable. <laughs> no, it's like every game. You're right. I know. Well, they don't want to lose to one another. Whatever it takes. The Sunday Night Baseball game. It's over at like midnight Pacific time. People are like, what, what happened last night in the Yankees-Red Sox game? I'm a little surprised Corey got his job back. It kind of uh, surprised me. Here's Bavona. With baseball music for us today. Opening day, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Adam Burke is our guest. Chuck Esposito is an hour number two. Let's step for a brief moment. Be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Meet the Mets, meet the Mets, step right up and greet the Mets, bring 
your kiddies, bring your wife. This one's because of Guaranteed you to have the time of your life because the Mets are the really ball is so good. The ball. He had all these baseball songs. So I called for the sweet carol. So that made him go and hunt for another one. I said, meet the Mets. Like, that way, I'm not playing meet the Mets. So he's playing meet the Mets. It's, it is, it's epically fantastic. However, no one is meeting the Mets today. The, the Nationals have, have a COVID situation. Should we show our age? Neither one of these guys was around for this. But I remember growing up in northeastern Pennsylvania, 69, and we got WOR. Okay. We got Channel 9 in New York. And I watched that whole comeback when the Mets came roaring back mm-hmm. and, and won the World Series. Mm-hmm. It, it was one of the coolest things. It was like every night. It was like back then. I mean, that was must-see TV. And believe me, that that was right. Again, old guy talking. That is right when cable TV had just first started. And it had like maybe five or six. You had ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS. And cable started in, in northeastern Pennsylvania. We probably got maybe five or six or seven channels. We got WOR, WPIX. But you got to watch the Yankees. And when they were bad at the time, but you got to watch Rizzuto every night. And then the Mets, when they made that crazy comeback and won the World Series. It was really cool. That, the first year of two divisions in each league also. So you got the, uh, the divisional playoff, which was, uh, was, was it best of five? I mean, there were three Mets games, and I think they won all three against the Braves. So it had to be best of five. Aaron hit a home run in every single game, but that was it. Here, here's the old guy talking to the young guys. Did when you were in grade school, either Adam Burke, our guest from ATS.io, or our producer, Chris Pavona, when you were kids, did they show the World Series in school? And and the reason I ask the question is, maybe by the time you were in grade school, they had already, and I don't think they had already gone to night games, but that was like the big treat, like we went to Catholic school, that the nuns even let us watch the World Series games in school because they were afternoon games. Nope. Yeah, no, not for me. And hell, even the, the Indians were really good when I was in grade school. But yeah, all the games were at night. Sam McDowell, right? Sudden Sam, Sudden McDowell, Sam McDowell, who was traded for Gaylord Perry. The Giants bought him more because they needed a left-hander. Nice move, Giants. Well done. Was that pre or post Vaseline? Oh, that he oh, or was Perry, that constant? He, yes, he always had Vaseline. You know what? Don't that, you miss ca- the characters of baseball? Are it, the characters in baseball there enough? The Mark the Bird Fidrich, the guys juicing up the Gaylord Perry with the salve on the ball, and I don't know. It started with salt tablets. So 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 Perry used to suck on salt tablets. I guess a lot of pitchers did to to keep you know because otherwise the mouth would dry out. And and then he found that the salt tablets created all this saliva, and he would go to his mouth and he just out of habit and go, "Whoa, wait a minute, (laughs) we got something here." That thing was dancing. Okay. Hey, Chris, I think we need our own show, so we can let Statler and Waldorf have their own hour here. <laughs> oh. Wow. Well done, Adam. I'm cool well with done. that, Adam. No, but what, that was funny and, fi- and fine and, and, and very worthy of the shot. The problem is now you've planted a seed with Chris Bavona. Again, the countdown is on for the Waldorf and what's the other guy, Statler? Yeah. Statler. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That'll be popping up here at any oh, second. Epically any fine with me. Any second. That's fine with me. Adam, I love Adam, the map. Adam Burke stoking the creative juices of our Waka, producer. waka, waka. Oh, brother. Did you get involved in regular season wins at all, Adam? 
Yeah, I played several of them. I, I played Houston over uh, 87 and a half. I, I also have a piece of them for the World Series. I, I just think they're the best team in that division, and I think that kind of shows through over the course of the year. Uh, also, you know, kind of a, a correlation with that, I played Oakland under 87 and a half. I just feel like their number is too high at this point in time with kind of the composition of their roster. I don't think this year's team is as good as the ones that we've seen over the last few seasons here. Uh, Phillies over 80 and a half was another one that I played. Also took a piece of them to win the National League East at 9 to 1. Uh, I don't know if they do it, but I just thought the value was pretty good there. I think they're a pretty good team that people aren't really giving a whole lot of credit. Uh, I played the Rangers under, very low number, but they could be the Buffalo Sabres of Major League Baseball this year. Uh, and then the uh, Royals yeah, over 73 and a half. Uh, that's a cheap I'm a, I'm a Sabres fan too, Brian. You know that. Mm. Well, that, they deserve everything they get. <laughs> I, I'm a Sabres. I, I've been a Sa- All right, fine. I'll date myself here. You know, I, I was watching you on the pre and post game show with Mike Robitaille on Empire Sports Network when I was in high school. So uh, there you you go. Know, this is my. There you go. That was how I got my Sabres fix. It's right when Direct TV first started, right? I don't know. I had Adelphia Cable, so. Oh, okay. Well, Adelphia actually Adelphia Cable. The guy that owned Adelphia Cable is the guy that owned the team. <laughs> right. All right. So. The Valero Open, I just want to throw this at Adam here. We have a few minutes left. We'll swing off. we get to the final four. We did a preview for the golf tournament over at ATS.io. And I joined Adam on his podcast on Tuesdays, and we talk about the golf tournaments every week. Well, I only got one of the guys that I played is teed off, and he's in the clubhouse. I got Seb Straka at a big number. He's one under. It's fine. And I got uh, Zach Johnson teeing off later this afternoon. I got another longish kind of guy who's escaping me at the moment. But boy, the odds makers got this nailed at the moment. Jordan Spieth is the favorite. The second choice is Scotty Scheffler. Spieth's in the clubhouse at five under. Scheffler's at four under. Good on those guys coming out of the match play and playing good in stroke play. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of guys still yet to come here, as you said. But, you know, it looks like uh, were, were the wins a factor today? Is that why we kind of got course some? course, was playing tough. I haven't seen it, but the scores were, were not low. Yeah, no, there's not a lot of low scores here at all. I mean, it, it looks like, you know, we, we might be looking at a cut line, what, maybe one over, even par, something like that when, when we get to it? Well, we'll see. It's Texas. It's, you know, the, the wins of Texas. So uh, crazy things can happen. I mean, now I've piqued my curiosity. Who's the other guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin Laird. I got Martin Laird at 100 to 1. All right. But Speeth and Scheffler. I, you got to give Speeth a lot of credit. I would say this he is going to be dangerous at the Masters. The kid's got his game back. Okay. Winning is the next big step. But. Early on in his career, I mean, he was borderline dominant at Augusta, and the way he putts, if he's not, like, spraying it all over creation and putting it in the ponds, I think Speed's going to be on the first page of the leaderboard at the Masters next week. That's pretty impressive, the comeback. Yeah, and I'll I'll give Stevie a shout for that one. You know, he was kind of asking about Jordan Speed a few weeks ago. I remember that, and I kind of told him, you know, (laughs) look, Speed's kind of getting very lucky, you know, a lot of shots that could – wind up with bad lies or something like that he's gotten fortunate on. He's rolling in a bunch of putts from, you know, 15 feet plus. Didn't seem sustainable to me, but I don't know. He's got some of that swagger back, and he's actually playing very, very well. So shout out to Stevie for that one. 
Thanks. We'll, we'll see how much swagger he has approaching 12 the first time in <laughs> round one. That, his, his knees may be a little wobbly on that one. I got news here. He ain't the only guy who's ever hit it in Ray's Creek on 12. That was, that was a meltdown. But last time he won was the British Open. He had that, that shootout with Matt Kuchar. That right. Was, you know. But he, I guess he, he really did. I, you know, I kind of give him credit, Adam. He really kept it under wraps uh, that he had a hand injury. And he believes the hand injury was really the thing that kind of set him off the trail. And just whatever it was, a couple of weeks ago, he, he just brought out that he had had a hand injury. To his credit, with all he was going through, he never used that as an excuse. So if indeed that was the problem, I, I give him a lot of credit for that, for not, not using the hand injury as an excuse. No, I agree. I mean, it's it's kind of amazing. You know, we, we find out about a lot of injuries for these guys, especially the top players, whether they're kind of, you know, playing them up for more sympathy or something like that. But, you know, credit to speed. And especially, too, I mean, you think about golf and you think about hand, back injuries, whatever else, you start making some of those adjustments to the grip, adjustments to the swing, and you, know, you get you develop some really bad habits. And, and maybe now speed's kind of gotten back on track. And, you know, good for him. I, no ill will against him, that's for sure. Well, Kepka surgery on the knee. I mean, so Kepka, I mean, you look at him, he looks like he could suit up for the Lions. And, you know, but the, the torque they put, the way, the way these guys swing at it now, the torque they put on their bodies. I mean, Tiger obviously was broken down uh, from just the violence of his swing at times. That's interesting to me that you, that's the first I'd heard that, uh, that he had a hand injury. I, I, because here's what I thought. I thought off-the-course stuff. You know, he'd had, he'd had the success, so now he's doing banquets and he's, he's doing commercials. and, and that, was, that was the start of it. And then, you, know, you know what it was? I, mean, I do remember this. He had won the British Open, or he had, he, had, he had this great year. And I believe the tournament was in Bangkok, I believe. And then there possibly was one in China, but he went over it. And it was clearly one of these things where they probably gave him a million bucks to go, just to go over and play. It, but when he went over there and all that travel, and when he came back, he was just not the same guy. And that's that's okay. Golf is kind of a current form thing, and you got a window of opportunity and time to be really good. But then it really went sideways. I just I just always wondered if you know the distractions off the course were why he wasn't playing well there first stretch. Well, it would not be the first time that's happened. I mean, how many times Adam guy wins his first major, and believe me, I mean. It's two years, two and a half years till they went just win a tournament again. It's it's one of those such a big big thing that it's like the next year's a letdown for them. Well, yeah, I mean we were talking about that on Tuesday. You know, Gary Woodland is in this super weak field for the Valero Texas Open, and his form has been so bad that he was like eighty to one, you know, before the tournament started. Shot a one under seventy one today, so he's in the top ten right now. Uh, good first round for him, but. We were talking about that. You know, Woodland, guy that wins the U.S. Open, and then all of a sudden he's nowhere to be found and then winds up being 80-1 to 1 in a field like this. The Gary Woodland thing, I, I, maybe it's just a coincidence. I think golf's a different animal. Yeah, I mean, believe me, walking up and down hills and, you know, as much as you walk over four days of pressure, believe me, I mean, it takes its toll on you. But, I mean, Gary Woodland wins the U.S. Open. This guy's like, he was like a linebacker. He was, he's a big, stocky guy. And all of a sudden, he shows up for the next season. And I'm telling you, Adam, it was like 
it was David Duvall all over again. Remember that David Duvall was number one in the world, and then he came back and he was all in shape and everything. He was he was a mess. He couldn't get out of his own way. Woodland completely changes his body, and you know I think it's more the letdown or the fact that he won the Open and, and he'll get it back. But it co- coincided with him changing his body makeup. Yeah, you know, I think anymore, when you kind of look at golf and you sort of look at all the top guys that are out there, I mean, they're all in great shape. You know, I mean, obviously we know that, that Bryson DeChambeau uh, never misses arm or chest day, but you know, all those guys are, you know, very physically fit guys. I mean, they're just, they're ready to get out there and they could play day after day after day and not have a problem with it. And, you know, maybe Tiger kind of started that, being in the shape that he was oh, in, sure did. you know, with how well he played. I just the first time I, th- I saw Woodland. To your point, he was so skinny. I thought this is not going to be good. No, yeah, you know, just because it was a shock to the eyes, but it was like too skinny. Kind yeah, of. that's how I felt. All right, Adam Burke, ATS.io. Always appreciate you taking time to join us. We invite you to check out Adam's podcast. He does some daily for it. I do some videos for the folks there at ATS.io. Go go back to your Indians game, buddy. Enjoy opening day. Thanks for taking time today. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. All right, we're going to step aside. We're coming back. The Injury Report with Stevie's in the on-deck circle right here on Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Series Channel 204, the Sportsbook Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit Plus.com today. Kids had won it, Bobby Thompson had done it, and Yogi read the comics all the while. Rock and roll was being born, marijuana we would scorn. So down on the corner, the national pastime went on trial. We're talking Vegas. Opening day, Vegas Sportsbook Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Thanks to our producer, Christopher Vaughn, a great job today. Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot, we're going to check in on some injuries, as always, brought to you by Uzu CBD+. Plus. Y-U-Z-U, CBD Plus, and you can deal with pain management the all-natural way. First order, 10% off. Use the promo code BLESSING. Free shipping orders of $100 or more. The stuff flat out works. What do you got, man? Baseball is officially underway. Brian, Josh Donaldson. My leg, my leg, my leg, my leg, my leg, my leg. Has already been removed from the Twins game. We'll move to the NBA for Brooklyn, James my leg, my leg, my leg, my leg, my leg, my leg. Out tonight versus Charlotte. And also for Blake Griffin. He's going to rest tonight, so he's out as well. Uh, for the L.A. Lakers, Andre In his first game with the Lakers, injures his toe day-to-day going forward. Apparently, it's the toenail on the right big toe came off. Uh, I've had that happen to me. Uh, uh, If that's the case, 
twice. Yeah. You don't I, need a sound effect. I'll do it. Ah! He misses a couple of games. If that actually happened, that that's I've had that happen to me more than once. That's tough to deal with. For Washington, Brett. Yeah. Ah! Ah! Hip, hip, hip. Questionable tonight versus Detroit. For Atlanta, DeAndre. Yeah. Injury. He's also questionable tonight versus San Antonio in the NHL. My body remains out tonight versus Pittsburgh. Darth Vader's playing again. Okay. Rub some moves on that, boys. Get back in there. <laughs> We're coming back. Short break. Hour number two. Check us. Is going to join us. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Hang in there. We'll be right back. <laughs> 